Hello everyone, this is Tony Kramer, product specialist with RDO Equipment Company, and you are listening to the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Thanks for joining us on the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 25. Today we are going to be talking about the John Deere utility tractors. Before we get started, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook and Twitter and catch up on our latest videos packed full of information on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. We have another great show for you today, and I'd like to let everyone know that this is a first for our podcast here. We're actually set up in a little mobile studio. We got some precision ag event field days going on, so we had to kind of make do with what we had out here while we're, we're making these events happen, and we're recording this podcast out in the field, so kind of a unique way to record a podcast. So I'm really excited to welcome today Katie Gamble, who is a transactional account manager with RDO Equipment out in our northwest locations, Washington, Oregon, out in that area. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Katie. I'd like to start out kind of getting to know you, How? what's your background and how you got involved in this industry. Well, thanks for inviting me to be on here with you guys. I really appreciate this. It's going to be a fun experience, I think. And again, my name's Katie, and I actually grew up out here. I was born in Washington, and then uh, as life goes on with family, you know, divorce happens. And my mom, when she remarried, we moved to Idaho, and my stepdad got a job out in Missouri. So I spent elementary school in Washington middle school in Idaho, and high school in Missouri, so I've kind of bounced around everywhere. I have always had a strong love for ag. I grew up on a cattle ranch that switched over to horses, and we've always done our own haying, and I've always done custom haying as well, and so I kind of grew up around everything, and I've enjoyed it a lot, and actually had pursued getting an agriculture education bachelor's, uh, which I'm in the process of finishing. And I have a associate's degree in agriculture production, so I cover livestock and crops uh, with that. And I got that from Blue Mountain Community College in Pendleton, Oregon. And then I went to Missouri State University for my bachelor's that I'm working on. I grew up rodeoing. I've always been on the horses. I've always been on the tractors. I found out about RDO many years ago. My brother actually was a service technician for our Sunnyside, Washington location. He kind of introduced me to RDO, and when I was little, I wanted to aspire to be just like him. I wanted to go through diesel tech and become a technician and go be a tech for RDO. I thought that would be so much fun, and then I decided to do ag ed as I got older. And one of my friends actually works here. His name's Alex Umpleby. He's a product specialist, and he was told me, you know, hey, we have a job opening on the parts counter. You should you should apply. You'd, you'd do really well. So that's what I've done up until the last four months, and I just actually switched over into sales for the transactional account manager, and definitely like it. been a learning experience for sure, and I'm still learning about all the equipment, but that's kind of me in a nutshell, I guess. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's great to hear you come from an agriculture background, and you kind of made the decision to keep that agriculture going in your life by joining the RDO Equipment Company team, and that's really cool to hear. 
So getting started, there's two tractors or two series of tractors, I should say, that we're going to kind of focus on today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about each of these series? So starting out with the five series, I know we got a, a number of different models in the five series of tractors, and then going on to the six series of tractors from there. So with the five series tractors, you're going to have your five E's and your five M's. In your five E, uh, I'll just start there, there's going to be six different tractors that you can get from a 75 horsepower range up to 100 horsepower and then, or excuse me, from a 45 horsepower range to 100 horsepower range, not 40, 75. <laughs> But there's a little bit of differences in each one. The 5045E, um, again, has that 45 horsepower. It's got a 37 PTO horsepower. It's a three-cylinder, has just a simple 18-gallon tank on it. It can lift just over 3,000 pounds. And it's just an open station. So it's you get to feel the weather around you kind of a thing. <laughs> Once you get into the 5055E, it goes up to the 55 horsepower and 45 PTO horsepower. It's got the open station or a cab option. So from the 5055 up to the 5100, you can have that option to either have it be open or you can have it have a cab. It's completely up to you. Um, the 5075E jumps up to 75 horsepower and then 61 PTO horsepower. Once you get into the 5085E, the 5085E and the 5100E, that's where your options kind of expound a little, I guess, in a way of saying. Uh, not only do you get the 85 engine horsepower with a 70 PTO horsepower, but you're going to go from three cylinders to four cylinders. You're going to go from a 21-gallon tank to a 30-gallon tank, and you're going to be lifting 3,213, or have the lift capacity of 3,213 pounds. So you're going to be a little bit over, just over 3,000 pounds on that. And it's got the open station and cab as well. And then on the 5100, you got the 100 engine horsepower and 85 PTO with the four cylinders and the 30 gallon tank. So there's just some little differences between between each one. A lot of it's going to be horsepower is the biggest biggest difference amongst them that I have found. And then the cylinders is the next biggest thing. It sounds like there's quite a bit of options with those five series tractors. You could pretty much get a tractor for anything, whether you're a, a rancher or you got a very large acreage residential farm or, or something like that. Sounds like there's quite a few options. Why don't you hit on a few of the options we have with the six series tractors? Going into the six series, there's a couple different uh, options. So you're going to have a 6M and a 6R. The 6R being much larger, uh, the 6M being more on the small, what normally would be considered a compact tractor size. So with the 6M series, you're going to have a 6105, or as some say, a 6105M, depends who you are, I guess, <laughs> that's going to have the 105 engine horsepower and an 86 PTO horsepower. It's going to be the four-cylinder, and it's going to have about a 4,500-pound lift capacity with a 58-gallon fuel tank. There's the 6150M, which is 150 engine horsepower with 123 PTO horsepower. This one jumps to a six-cylinder, so it's much larger. It lifts up to 9,000 pounds, and it has an 80-gallon fuel tank. So it gets quite, quite larger. <laughs> There's the 6170, 
which is 170 engine horsepower with 142 PTO horsepower that is also a six-cylinder that also has a large lift capacity. It's also close to 9,000 as well. The fuel tank on it, though, is quite a bit larger. It's 93 gallons, so you get a nice little jump in your fuel tank. On the 6R series, you're actually going to have from a 6110R up to a 62215, so you're going to go from about 110 um, horsepower up to 215 horsepower for your options. So basically, the three that I see that move the most is going to be the 6175R. It's the 175 engine horsepower with 140 PTO. The next one's a 6195R. It's 195 engine horsepower with 158 PTO. And then the 6215, which is the 215 engine horsepower with 176 PTO. Uh, those are the top three that I see that move the most. Um, I think it's just because once you get into the six series, you're finding more and more, at least out here um, in the Northwest, that you're wanting something that is a little bit larger but isn't the size of the large tractor. So once you get into the 7 Series, you get into a much larger frame. Um, even with the 6R Series, they're the larger frames of the 6 Series, but they're still more on the small side of the tractors. So it gives you the power of a large tractor, but the mobility of a small tractor is kind of what it boils down to. Great. So yeah, with the 5 Series or the 6 Series, whichever route you take, it sounds like we pretty much have a tractor that could suit anybody's needs. So with that being said, what are people using these tractors for? What the growers you see out in the Northwest or even anywhere else that RDO equipment covers or anywhere else in the, the nation or world, what can people use these two series of tractors for? A lot of the uses that we're seeing out here in the Northwest is going to be for small crops. So your hays, there's a lot of farmers that they, I like to call them kind of a hobby farmer because they're not producing it to feed the world by any means. But they've got strawberries, carrots, sunflowers, anything that way. And they really like the five and six series tractors because they're that smaller tractor. They're more mobile. They can still get the things done. So the small crops definitely focuses in on the smaller compact tractors. We also have a lot of vineyards, especially in Washington. There are an astronomical amount of vineyards, and they love them because the smaller can fit through between their rows, and they can use it for lifting and everything else, too. We also, and it's actually more from what I know, more towards the Yakima Valley area, they actually grow hops and they go through and they harvest the hops with the uh, smaller series tractors as well. So all of you beer lovers out there, there, you know, this would probably be something good for you if you wanted to start your own little hops farm. <laughs> That's kind of unique that there's a lot of different uses for it out there in Washington and Oregon. Uh, it's kind of cool to hear about all that stuff. Definitely different from what we see here in the Midwest. So I also know that with those tractors, there's a lot of different attachments that you can get, whether it be uh, loaders or mower decks. And I know that through John Deere, the frontier line of implements, there's also a ton of stuff there. Maybe touch on a, a few of those implements or attachments that you can get with the five series and six series tractors. Absolutely. So definitely through frontier, frontier, I am finding more and more is actually where we get a lot of our attachments. 
We do, John Deere has them just the same, but when it comes down to the six and five series tractors, the Frontier tends to have more on the small side that's actually compatible with those horsepowers. John Deere is more on the large side. But with Frontier, you can, they have it broken down into different categories. So you can do landscaping equipment, tillage equipment, planting and seeding, cutting and mowing, hay and forage, cotton, livestock, snow removal, material handling, and then you can also get into commercial equipment. Um, Into the landscape, you're going to look at box blades, rear blades, three-point trenchers, debris blowers, rakes cedar attachments, post hole diggers, all that fun stuff. When you get into tillage, you're going to look at discs, offset discs, uh, rotary tiller, excuse me, rotary tillers, tandem discs, cultivators. When it comes into the cutting and mowing, you can find different pieces for grooming mowers and rotary cutters. With snow, you can get snow blowers, front blades, power packs, rotary brooms, Um, snow pushes. Wow. So listening to that amazingly long list of attachments, it again solidifies my comment making that we pretty much have anything for any operation. So it's really cool to hear about all the different options, different attachments, and pretty much anything you can do with these five series and six series tractors. So going from there, Katie, do you have any unique or success stories from the Washington, Oregon area that you've worked with with a customer? Actually, I was freaking out trying to figure out a success story, thinking that I didn't have any. And it all of a sudden hit me this morning. Yes, you do. So we did what was called a sales blitz out here a couple weeks ago where we took... So being a transactional account manager to explain, I guess, I'm based inside sales, so I don't go out to my customers much. I get the people who come in looking for something. So with the sales blitz, they took even the transactional account managers and they put them out on the road. They said, go find your customers, go see your customers, check on them, see if they need anything, hit up new people to get new customers, whatever it may be. And in doing that, I actually got to drive down to Condon, which from Hermiston to Condon is almost three hours. So I got way out of my realm that I'm normally in. And I got down to this customer and we had picked up a tractor for him that was getting service that was our old 830. Open cab, or excuse me, not open cab, open station, old tractor, definitely had seen some better days, but still ran just fine. And he was getting it serviced on a back axle. Got it over here. He called me and he said, you know, actually, if you could get me a quote for something that's equivalent to this that might have the four-wheel drive instead of two-wheel drive, that would be great. I ended up getting him the 5055E because we happened to have one here that had a rear box blade on it and a loader and was the 5055. So it was equivalent to the 830 for him and it had the four-wheel drive and everything. I got it out to him and he actually just called me last week to tell me how wonderful it is and how much he loves it and how happy he is because now he's got that rear blade included into that deal. So when it snows out there, he's going to be able to move the snow. He's able to level out his driveway now because he's got a gravel driveway. He's got the loader, so he's able to move all of his dirt and stuff because they just had a really bad fire that came through there. And he was super stressed out about it coming and encroaching on his property and into his house. And so now I guess he's gone out and 
he's dug a trench or something around his place and all kinds of stuff. And so he was super excited and super happy to have that 5055E and going from the 830 to the 5055 definitely is an upgrade. And it's always an upgrade to go from a super old model to a new model too. But that's definitely one of the only success stories I have so far that I could think of because, you know, being inside, I don't get to sell a whole lot of the compact tractors and bigger. I get stuck with the lawnmowers. <laughs> so it makes it a kind of interesting, but that was definitely a success story I had. Well, that's great to hear success stories like that, whether you're looking to upgrade a piece of equipment or add something to the fleet, I would say uh, we definitely have what you need here at RDO Equipment. And I guess if you're interested or curious about more information or prices, I'd say stop in at any of our locations and talk to an account manager or a transactional account manager like Katie, and they can get you the information they need or you would like. So With that, Katie, I would like to thank you very much for taking the time to record this podcast with us, and hopefully you can go out there and get a few more success stories under your belt. Yeah, that would be great. You know, four months is just a short time, but at least I have one. (laughs) And thank you for having me. This podcast was produced and edited by Nate Dorsey. Visit rdoequipment.com slash podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you've missed. You can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Android devices so that you'll never miss out on the latest news and technology from RDO Equipment and John Deere. If you really like this podcast, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or any of the other social media platforms that you are using. You can also connect with me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. That's at R-D-O-T-O-N-Y-K where you can tweet me questions, episode feedback, or ideas for future topics to cover. Please join us next time on the Agriculture Technology Podcast.